This message was recorded at Breakthrough Fellowship in Nungoja. The Bible tells us to sing to the Lord. Uh, I put my disclaimers. Eh? I am, in, I am in, a, in a good place. Your fellowship is one of my good places. Hallelujah. I am glad to be here. So, Let's just love on Jesus, okay? Guys, feel free, okay? Uh, if we start dancing, if we have to take off our shoes, if we, you know, uh, get to David's levels, right? Just be in the spirit, okay? You'll be, okay. If you're not, you'll be stumbled. <laughs> All right? You know, when I see people like this friend of mine here, first shake my hand. Eh? Yeah? You know, these people are the ones Jesus used to say, let them come. Eh? You know, the adults were the ones who had to go climb trees like Zacchaeus, you know, push through crowds. But these ones, eh? so it's good to see them here. Hallelujah. Uh, what's your name, my friend? Whitney, you're welcome. Hello. I think the body language says she has got the message. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, the, the, the was, as we were singing a song here, I asked myself, hey, do we understand the songs we sing? Yeah? Yeah. I asked myself. If you didn't ask yourself, it is okay. okay. But me, I asked myself. And then I just went through this. This book uh, is, is very helpful. It just tells you where some words are in the scriptures. So, just for reference, uh, there's a scripture I came across that said, Sing praises with understanding. Eh? With understanding. Hallelujah. Um, and just to reflect on that, I, I began to realize actually, with understanding, you can do things differently. Yeah? Uh, one scripture of understanding says, deal with your husbands, eh? deal with your wives. Dwell with them with understanding. Is it, is it with understanding or according to knowledge? There must be some understanding there. Anyway, let me tell you something. Eh? I can testify. <laughs> When there is no understanding, there is strife. Yeah? When, when you don't understand that these, uh, most women are like a ball of wires, eh? They are connecting things, are connecting things, eh? For us, we have boxes, eh? Each box is separate, they don't touch each other. Eh? You can even have a, a, a box where it's just nothing in it. What are you thinking about? Nothing. <laughs> and these balls of wires do not understand how you can think about nothing. So when, you know, you put your shoes in the wrong place, the ball of wire connects it to when you didn't do the other, the other, the other, the other, the other. Like, but it's only today. Eh? But when you begin to deal with understanding and say, Munangi, 
for the sake of peace, right? The shoes are not the most important thing, so we will, we will arrange them where they need to be. Now, when you begin to do that, and you're moving with understanding, you dwell in peace as much as is dependent on you. Yeah. So I, I realize that you can live hell on earth, and you can live heaven on earth, and the difference is understanding. Yeah, I noticed we had some students at the university. They were married in the same class with us. They were popping out children. Then they would come to class and get 90%. Eh? And you're like, how many hours do you have in a day? My friend, they were walking with understanding. <laughs> eh? They were working with understanding. They knew we have to do all these things. How? Somehow. Alright? How? Somehow. That's it. Once they understood we have to balance this whole equation, ability came. Ability came. Now, when you understand that you must do the will of God, when you understand that he has given you all all things, the shoes are about to come off. Eh? <laughs> when you understand that, then the singing is different. Hallelujah. The, the, the living is different. A- amen. When the scripture tells us, sing to the Lord a new song, do you think he was saying, sing the album of 2018 by Gundi Gundi? You Hallelujah. Because in the Psalms, as you read, he says he has put a new song in my mouth. Hmm? So, if he has put a new song in my mouth, and he commands me in Ephesians 5, that do not be drunk with wine. You know? Do you know how you get drunk on... Uh, okay, maybe I'm in speaking to India. Has anyone here gotten drunk on wine? Right? We have those who have we have those who have not, and we have those who have almost, all right? Okay? So, uh, I don't know what your theology is on, on wine, but uh, uh, for me, I, 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 I said, I think it's okay, until the Lord told me, for you, it is not okay. So, for, for me, I don't drink, but for personal reasons, okay? Uh, I know in part... So there's a part where God saw that for this man, it is good. So I taste it, I cook with it, I bake with it, but I don't drink it. So in the days when I used to, 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 to try, I used to just try, dilute it with apple juice and you know, get the flavor. One day, now I'm now telling you about singing to the Lord a new song, not being drunk with wine. Okay, that's where I'm going. So one day, I was a best man somewhere. And you know this best man thing. You go the whole day, if you're not careful, you don't eat, you don't drink. You're there wiping sweat off your brother's head, you know, making sure he's okay. You know, as is there sweating. Eh? So, we get to the evening and it's the reception. I feel now I need to talk to some people about reception. You know, you go and build 
budget is 60, 50, 40, 30, 20 million reception. It passes in four hours and you don't even remember. The people who ate the food, ate the food. For you, who is the chief guest, you don't remember how the food tasted. It passes like this. Major on the majors, right? Major on the honeymoon, right? Minor on these are, these other things. Even if you stop at church, cut cake, you will be as married as the other one. Ah! Now, me, I can tell you this is because then we didn't have understanding. But now you look back and you're like, hey, hey. Anyway, we thank God he bore with our ignorance. But now that, now that we who are ignorant have no, are now telling you, you get it, eh? you should be on another level. Okay, back to the wine. Uh, so we are at the reception. So they pass around this wine, okay? Now, so I take a sip. I think it was it was a sweet wine and hey man it was it was sweet it was eh? the glass was shining eh? you know you know that scripture eh? the wine as it's rolling in the glass eh? think one local musician said <laughs> there is something in it okay that guy must have known what it means to get drunk huh? so I sip on this thing, and my intention was not really to get drunk. I had never been drunk in my life. And, you know, I am, I am a, a sober Christian. Be sober, be vigilant. Isn't that what the scripture says? Because your adversary, the devil, roams around looking for the guys he can swindle. You get, you get eh? So, I was sipping. But you see, I was not paying attention to my body. So, I began to feel a bit. I began to shake. All right? I began to shake. Ah, but this was not the. You know, I know the Holy Ghost shaking. Man! Yeah, yeah, You guys. Lord, feel us today. We, we are going to drink on that wine. I'm telling you the physical one. So that when we have an understanding, we can now get into the, in the, the real one. All right? So. I began to speak faster than normal. <laughs> you get it? I began to shake, speak faster than normal. Ah, I was like, the body was as if in overdrive. That's how I began to feel. So, so people around me began to notice that this is not the usual, huh? the usual Moses we know. Now, what was happening was I was dehydrated. So, the body was now getting the thing straight into the brain. You get it? Yeah? And it was coming to this front part of the brain that deals with judgment. <laughs> you know the Bible says a fool is known for the amount of his words. Eh? So, now my words were starting to increase. And I'm like, hey, judgment is starting to get clouded. They told me, please, drink some water. I drank some water and my soul revived. Uh, the words slowed down. and I began to feel, I'm feeling a bit better now. But you know, I could have continued along that line. Eh? Until now, eh? I am seeing <laughs> more people than I should. Hallelujah. <laughs> eh? And now the, the balance was going to start becoming a problem. 
Hmm? I would be besides myself. But you know, you can, you can be besides yourself for joy. I, I have also experienced that. I have been besides myself for joy. And they tell you this good news. And eh, you are hearing it, but it's as if you are not hearing it. So you say, tell me again. Then they tell you again and you're like, Apan, say it one more time. Ah, and then you begin to skip like a little lamb, you know. And then you, you don't know who to turn to. You are touching things. Things are falling. You're happy. Yeah? You are overjoyed. Hallelujah. You are now starting to get drunk with joy. And if we take it to another level, you know, you might start pulling out your hair. You know, somersaulting. Even the clothes might decide to find their way. Away. You know, eh? You are too excited. Yeah? Now, when the, when the Bible says when the Lord turned the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dreamed. Then was our mouth filled with laughter. Hallelujah. You, you know, how do you get drunk on wine? You begin by a little sip. Yeah? And then you keep sipping as if it's aqua sip, yeah? You just keep sipping and let me tell you, all you need to do is keep sipping. The rest of the things are not yours to do. They will find you there. <laughs> Hallelujah. You see, God has not told us to work the supernatural. He has told us to just do our part. To call on him. Eh? To make him, to just get him to show up. Eh? The rest is, is his part to do. Hallelujah. Because he has already spoken. His word is forever settled in heaven. You get? When they were brewing that thing, eh? they were settling the real alcohol. You get? That potent thing that makes things move. Alright? All you need to do is understand it. Stand under it. Alright? Hey. You people, what are we? What is happening here? I want you. I want you. Eh? Just stand under it; it will do its job. All right. Stand under it; it will do its job. You know, it's one thing to to have a drink of water. It's a it's another thing to be full of water. But you know, water can kill, like if you drink too much of it. As in, it dilutes the whole body. So much so that the salts no longer carry salt. The sugars no longer carry. It's too dilute. So you just there, you get so full of water and burst. It's water. The water you drink. Have you, there are people who they give drip and they give them a little too much. Then the, the lungs start to fill up with water. It's because it's too much. Yeah? It's because it's too much. Now, all you need to do is get access to that water. What the water will do is what water can do. For you, all you do is control the amount you receive. 
here. What am I getting at? God has not put a limit on how much water you can drink. He has not put a limit on how full of the Holy Spirit you can get. He has told us how to get filled and he has told us continue being filled with the Spirit. Don't just stop. Let me tell you, the anointing feels good. The anointing feels good. But the anointing is not a feeling. God feels good. But God is not a feeling. Yeah? Because if God was a feeling, I guess we would be seeing God manifest once a week. Because once a week, most people eh, feel God. Then as soon as the church door closes, or even as soon as the keyboard is switched off, man, you feel different things. Eh? The thing may carry on you into the night, then you reach traffic jam. Eh? The feeling goes because some driver did something. God is not a feeling, but God feels good. God wants us to feel these feelings, but he wants us to reach beyond the feeling. Yeah? So how do we get drunk? We keep drinking. Alright? We keep drinking and we keep drinking and we keep drinking. This will help us. This will help us. Our basis is Ephesians 5.18. Yeah? Let's, let's stand there. Ephesians 5.18. And uh, Psalm 33. And be not drunk with wine wherein is excess. But be filled with the Spirit. Do you notice that the drunkness they are talking about is the same, but on two different things? They said, do not be drunk. You can drink the wine. By the time wine is drinking you, you get, it's a different story. You are being drunk. <laughs> uh, okay. I don't know. This, these things of understanding get me excited and they, they follow me when I am in such crowds. <laughs> you remember, man, you are. Huh? That thing I'm telling you, it blesses me up to today. Yeah. So, they say, do not be drunk on wine. In other words, don't get to the point where now the wine is drinking you. But how do you get to the point of, being, of wine drinking you? It's by drinking it. <laughs> you guys. Eh? Eh? Do you hear me? The way for God to consume you is for you to consume him. Yeah? Enoch walked with God until there was no more Enoch. Yeah? Isn't that what the scripture tells us? Enoch walked with God and was not. Why? For God took him. 
he kept walking with God until he kept decreasing and God increasing and him decreasing and God increasing. And then, really, even now, the line of death had been crossed. So off he went while he was still alive. The Bible, you guys, it's in your Bible. Hebrews, but let us first, we are in Ephesians 5.18, okay? And Psalm 33. We are going to bypass Hebrews chapter 11, verse 5. First read verse 4, and then verse 5. Hebrews 11.4 says, Yes. That Cain and Abel both offered sacrifices to God, but Abel offered a better sacrifice to God Mm. because he had faith. God said he was pleased with what Abel offered. And so God called him a good man because he had faith. Abel died, but through his faith, he is still speaking. You know you can still speak even after (laughs) you guys. (laughs) Right, carry on, verse 5. Verse 5. Enoch was carried away from this earth, so he never died. The scriptures tell us that before he was carried away, he was carried off, sorry, he was a man who pleased God. (laughs) Later, no one knew where he was because God had taken Enoch to be with him. This all happened because he had faith. Thank you. What is your name? All right. More wisdom to you. So, you are welcome. Good to see you. Yes. Now, Enoch, death became an issue. You get it? He walked with God. Now, after Enoch walked with God, God did not say, now I have put a, a limit on whoever can walk with me. Yeah? These have been given for our, as our examples. Yeah? Now, the way Enoch walked with God, he, he, he literally attacked. You get, he was actively walking. Until now, <laughs> he stopped walking. He was carried off. Yeah? How do you think planes get up in the air? <clears throat> they start by Crawling, eh? Speed zero. Then they increase. Then they increase and tilt. Increase and tilt. Increase and tilt. Until now, other things come and take over. Yeah? The way you get drunk is by drinking and drinking and drinking until the tipping point where now you are no longer drinking but you are being drunk. All right? So the things that you're drinking are now taking over. You get it. So it's now the bottle making decisions. You know, and bottles don't make very good decisions, right? Mm. But it came by the man drinking the bottle, you get eh? And then until the, the man became the bottle. Now with the spirit, you can connect Because he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. Alright? 
as we begin to minister to the Lord, as we are not being drunk on wine, but we are being drunk on the Spirit, we are being filled with the Spirit, how do we, how do we get filled with the Spirit? By speaking. Yeah? We get filled by speaking. Isn't that what the scripture says? Ephesians 5.19 says, speaking to yourselves. Right? Speaking to yourselves. Now, speaking to yourselves can mean three things. Right? Singular, you speaking to yourself. Right? And you're not crazy when you speak to yourself. It is scripture you can speak to yourself. All right? So, sorry. Speak to yourself. And then, everybody here speaking to themselves. In plural, we are speaking to ourselves. All right? And then, these guys are speaking to these guys, and these guys are speaking to these guys. I'm speaking to you, speaking to me. We are speaking to ourselves. Right? So all the three apply. In psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. All right? Singing with grace in your heart to the Lord. Now, it was not referring to the hymn book. Like open the hymn book and sing. Okay? Now, the Bible says, sing praises with understanding. Now, when you look at the, the Hebrew word for praise, it's very interesting, actually. It's the word halal. Halal. Huh? I said, eh, Anak. God is if I've beaten us to it. <laughs> eh? Halal. In other words, now halal means to. Sorry? Uh, not, not in the Hebrew. It means to shine, to to give worth. So in that sense, it could mean this is food worthy to be eaten. Okay? Um, it means to to lift up, to to glorify, to eh? to rejoice over, to to be mad about. Halal. So. Be mad about, but with understanding. Be mad about the Lord. Be mad about God. Right? Now, when you're mad about somebody, it is evident. Have you been mad about somebody? In a good way, the answer is a good way, this is a bad way. Yeah? See, I'm crazy about this person. They are a total stranger, but you can cross the world for them. They are not your family, but you are willing to say, I give my life for this person. <laughs> and three strange beings. <laughs> total stranger. By the way, that is encouragement for you. That uh, just because someone has made you mad, eh, at one point you had decided, this total stranger, I can cross the world for them. If you have done it before, you can do it again. I'm just saying that there is potential for it. You just need to activate it. Eh? Yeah. We, we have potential to be mad. 
in a good way or mad about someone in a bad way. The potential is there. All you need to do is activate the potential. So, now we are going to activate good potential, all right? Because if God says you can do something, you can. If God tells you to do something, he, that means he has created in you the ability and the power and the desire to will and to do his good pleasure. That means, potentially speaking, you can do the will of God. Potentially speaking, you can walk with God until you're not. Potentially speaking, you can please God. That's why the Bible tells us to have faith. All right? So can, can we make the Lord shine in our midst? Can we magnify him? And by the way, by magnifying the Lord, he's not getting any bigger. When the scripture says, magnify the Lord with him, with me, doesn't see, it doesn't, he's not making God any bigger. You can't make God any bigger than he is. Yeah? You, you get it. You see, when you get a magnifying glass, does it make the insect bigger? It just makes it appear bigger to you. Okay? It is for your benefit that you're magnifying the insect so that you can draw it, okay? Otherwise, the insect for it has no problem. <laughs> Even if you don't put it there, it will get food somehow. Hallelujah. So, when we magnify God, we are elevating our estimation of Him. We are elevating our perception of Him to His big reality. Yeah? We are breaking the barriers in our minds of what He can do by magnifying Him. Yeah? Hallelujah. Jesus came down and it was Aswa on his mind. Yeah? And he made a way for a way for us to do what? To just say we are saved. No. The man died. Poured all his blood. Eh? How shall the Father not freely give us all things together with him? How? He gave us everything. So, what can't he give that he has not given? Hallelujah. So, when we say we stand, we are just even trying to look around the vast horizon of what God has already provided for us. Hallelujah. Let me remind you about the prodigal son. No, we never realize, okay, maybe you do, that, you know, there were actually two sons. The parable, we call it the parable of the prodigal son because, man, the prodigal son did some stuff, all right? But do you realize there were two sons? This story is about the father and his two sons. Actually, probably this parable is about the father. sons. You know the good guy in the movie, this movie of the prodigal son? The guy did not know that he was a son. He knew that he was a servant. 
And this is why this prodigal knew he was a son. So he walked up to the father and said, my inheritance. Never in that scripture do you find the other guy who never left the father. He never left the father, but he was not, he did not know the father. This guy may have left his father, but he knew he was a son. He knew he was his father's, he knew his father. Because when he came to his senses, he's like, my father, they are his servants, servants, have food to eat and more to spare. And here, I am about to despair. I will go to my father and tell him, Wakiri, I chewed my inheritance. Let me be a servant. Of the father had more than the son's inheritance, so that even when it was squandered, there was still in the son's limited ability for the father to have a place for him. Now listen. His father the whole time was thinking about his son. He saw him a far off. Who, can, who am I talking to? Just because you have fallen or stumbled Friend, God has a desire on you the whole time. He's just waiting for you to come back. But his heart has his heart has been with you the whole time. Watching, waiting, because he knows there is seed in you that is incorruptible. So he kept longing. Why was he longing? Was he a fool? He knew one day on the road that son would come back. So he's been there looking at you, longing for you to be with him. And let me tell you, this father is a type of God. He, he ran to meet him. You guys, God runs. He runs towards you. He runs to meet you. He knows you've been feeding the pigs. He knows, he knows, he knows. He knows you've not even been getting anything better than what the pigs have been getting. But he knows and he comes running. And he says, quick, kill the fatted calf. Kill the, kill the fatted calf. Put a ring on him. Put robes on him. He didn't say, first change his, he said, put robes on him. He said, you first go and shower. Put, on the, put a ring on him now. Put robes on him now. God is... His bowels are yearning for you. They are longing for you. They are running towards you. He's, he's killed a fatted calf for you. Like this son was dead. But now he's alive. Even death was not going to stop the father's love. So the party begins because of this son having returned. Not even him getting back, you know, getting into the allowances and, you know, reinstating the wealth and making it much. The party began when the sun was at zero. 
Meanwhile, this other guy is chilling with the servants, doing the usual chores. And God didn't refuse, the father didn't refuse him. You want to work, work. But there's a party. So he hears music and is very angry. He said, All these years I have slaved for you. You people, I think we, you know, God help us, we don't, get, we don't be slaving all these, I am 20 years in salvation. I am slaving for the Lord. I am 20 years in salvation. I am slaving somebody. No, this word we are suffering. We are suffering for the Lord Jesus. <laughs> there is a suffering, but don't do things which Christ suffered for as your substitute. You have long suffering, alright? Suffer in being godly. Suffer in being eh, righteous. Suffer in being wealthy. You suffer. Because you see, it is suffering for us to resist the devil. Because we don't settle for what he's offering, so we are suffering. But like I believe what God said, despite what you are offering, now that is suffering. Because you tell you are sick in your body, you can feel it. I am the healed of God. I am the healed of God. It does not matter what it feels like. You revile me, I do not revile back. I turn the other cheek, I'm so secure. Suffering. I have slaved all these years for you. And you have not even given me a kid so that I can celebrate with my friends. How do you see saints? We are telling God he has not given us. All this time God thinks and knows all that he has is yours. We are saying, God, you have not given me. By the way, this prodigal son, he asked for his inheritance, but he didn't even ask for the fatted calf to be killed. In other words, God has given everything, but even when everything is done, which is not really possible, there is more. There is more. He will kill the fatted cow for you long after the inheritance has, is gone. That's the father. That's the source. And he said, my son, This, the son is saying, make me like the, the servants. The other son is, for him, is a servant. He's trying to be a son. And God is saying, my son, everything I have is yours. But this one, we must celebrate. Because this, your brother, he was lost. Now he is found. We must celebrate. Let me tell you, God, who knows the end from the beginning, still has room to get excited, by the way. Do you know that? This God who is all-knowing, you know, he could have comfortably sat in his chairs like, I know, I know you're going to praise me. I know, it's okay. It's cool stuff. 
Twakaraba. God gets excited. Like, did you hear what those guys? Doesn't he know? He knows. Doesn't he get excited? He does. What is your favorite food? Chicken. How many chickens have gone under you? Many. Many. Could they feel a tractor? No. A trailer, eh? Well, like three. Maybe three trailers, okay? Are you going to stop eating now that three trailers are under your belt? No. Why? They still chicken. Exactly. No matter how many times you praise God, he still gets excited. Why? It's chicken. Hallelujah. <laughs> so, do you realize what the Father's heart towards you is? Unlimited. He has given you everything. He has not put a limit. Now, where is the limit? The limit is here. That is why we need to get into this thing and understand it. We need to stand under it eh? to know that we are a son. We need to go for some son classes. Okay? Because we have been taught that we are a servant. You must serve. You must... Eh? Don't you see these servants, they, they even have room to spare. That is okay, but God has not just called you to have room to spare or food to spare. So do you see how his heart is broken? That we are there playing in the servants' quarters. Not even getting a kid. Kumbe the fatted calf, the fattened crawl of calves eh? is yours. Again, given a simple demonstration of how we can drink. Just drink. Let a word come out as you're stirring yourself up in the spirit. That's like the newest song on the planet. And it has made God glad. Chains are, hey, you guys, chains are broken. Hallelujah. He has not put a limit on what sons can have. All that he has is yours. Amen. So let us leave the servants' quarters. Yeah? That's why the Bible tells us to desire the sincere milk of the word like newborn babies. You know, because this prodigal son was like a, a new locally. And then they come and the old Baloko, they come and tell, can we tell you what salvation really means? The Lord wants us to walk with him long, yes, and grow, but he wants us to maintain the innocence of children. He wants us to maintain the excitability of children. Because that is how God is, by the way. 
Why do you think he wanted the little children to come to him? Out of the mouth of babes. Eh? Out of the mouth of babies, God has ordained strength. Strength. So that means there's something about these babies that we have not yet figured out. Strength from babies. Why? Because all babies do. I was watching a video of a, a friend of mine. The, 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 the last bone is learning how to, to stand. So he stands once and then he turns and says, Have you seen me? Huh? Have you seen me? And they're like, My boy. Don't do you think God is like that, by the way? All you need to do is stand once and you'll be excited. The parent could have said, eh, Only standing. Man, me, I walk on water. Like, what are you talking about? God is not like that. God is excited at your progress. He has given you everything. So when he sees you standing to take hold of what is yours, he's like, that is, that is my son. I hear him. This is my beloved son. In whom I am well pleased. Yeah. Really, why are we in the kitchen servanting? Yeah, he has called us to serve mankind, alright? Eh, the son of man did not come to be served but to serve. But my friend, we need to know who we are. Sons serve best. They are sons. They know what is theirs. They can give away the whole estate and it will still come back. But man, servants are They're waiting for the salary. Lord, forgive us, forgive us. We have limited you to the salary as if we are servants. When all he has, he has given us. It is ours. Breakthrough Fellowship meets every Wednesday in Lunguja. For more information, call or WhatsApp 704 89